the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. I uh, am so grateful that you are there. I am so thankful to God for this incredible radio audience. Uh, especially today. Thank you. Thank you. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. So much to talk about today. An update on the horrible tragedy down in Texas. Uh, Very, very serious questions about the police response. Uh, We know much more today than we did on Monday. Um, Evidently, and and I keep warning you about this. I keep warning all of us about this. When something like this happens, so much of what is reported initially turns out to be false. And I hate to be so terribly, terribly hard on the news media, but they're all competing with each other. They're all trying to outscoop each other. They're all trying to report something that nobody else knows. You see this on our local news all the time. Exclusive. You will only see this on channels so-and-so. And it's some kind of horrible, terrible tragedy. Well, who cares whether you're the only one reporting it? Get over yourself and just report the facts. But... This is this is the way news works. On the national level, it's even greater competition. We got to find out something that our competitors. So anyway, uh, it was originally reported that an armed officer was in the school and exchanged gunfire with the shooter. From what we're hearing today, that is not true. There was not. There was not an armed officer at the school. And no, uh, the armed officer that didn't exist did not exchange gunfire with the shooter. Uh, That's troubling. Secondly, he just walked in an unlocked door. Um, I don't know of a school anywhere that doesn't have doors locked. Most churches now lock their doors after the service begins. Uh, The shooter walked in, an unlocked door, just walked in. And third, and this is probably the most troubling of all, and I am so pro-police, I am so pro-police, but the shooter was in the school we are finding out now for an hour 
or more before he was shot and killed. An hour. And the heart-wrenching thing, if you've seen the video, while the shooting is going on in the school, many, many parents have gathered at the school. They're hearing gunfire in the school. They know that there is a gunman inside shooting and killing children. And they have to stand by and watch. At one point, a group of parents tried to storm the school themselves, and they were telling the police, if you don't go, we will. If you don't go into that school, we will. And again, we are just learning these details, and um, it is so difficult for me to criticize any on the police force. But it was an hour, and it was not local police or sheriff. It was a Border Patrol agent who actually made his way into where the shooter was and shot and killed the uh, shooter. So there are serious questions about whether the local police were well-trained whether they had a plan, and whether they acted appropriately. Now, had they gotten in quicker, would lives have been saved? We don't know. Well, I, and again, these, these things are changing constantly, but from what I can gather, all of the children who were killed were in one classroom. It was contained to one classroom of children. Well, it would not take very long for a gunman with a semi-automatic rifle to kill them all. Um, so the fact that he was in there for an hour, could children have been saved? We don't know, and I assume the investigation will reveal that. And, of course, there are many things we probably will never know. But um, um, I'm a parent. I'm a dad. I'm a granddad. I'm a great-granddad. And um, I, I can't imagine getting the news about your child or your grandchild. But then the parents who were there outside the school, behind the police line, hearing shots, knowing that their child was inside the school, and watching police. And and again, I, I, I hate to say these words, but just standing there, rather than storming the school, which is what any parent would want to happen. So uh, I think it's important that we not jump to conclusions. Uh, The investigation is just beginning. It is far too early to begin pointing fingers and casting blame uh, from the right or the left. The uh, bottom line is it is a horrible, horrible tragedy. 
And we need to continue to pray for the families. And Joy and I were talking about just the people who had to go in and retrieve the bodies of those little children. And the coroner. I mean, coroners do autopsies all the time and they prepare bodies, but not like this. Just so much heartache, sorrow. Now, before we go into the break, let's depart from the sorrow. And I want to thank Karen, and I'm not sure what city, because the form I have, it's kind of confusing. But just a few moments ago, Karen called 877-882-0792. And with Karen's very generous gift and your gifts, we are now over 40 slaves freed. Our goal was 33. We have now slightly surpassed 40 slaves. It's just mind-blowing. It's so wonderful. And once again, thank you. And to Karen, God bless you. I I wish I could make out for sure what city you live in, but you know who you are. And thank you. Um, Folks, you just keep giving. Here's the number if you want to keep it going. We're now at 40 Slaves. 877-882-0792. Or go online to the word Columbus.com. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. An enormous amount of controversy continues to swirl around the Southern Baptist Convention. And uh, I, I, I hate to say it, but rightfully so. Uh, we, we, we're not sure of all of the findings from this independent investigation about the cover-up of sexual abuse within the Southern Baptist Convention. And I mean that sincerely. Uh, Some who have been named as the most serious offenders in upper-level leadership in the Southern Baptist Convention have absolutely denied the results of the report. Uh, And I don't know, you know, I I don't know. But I think that what we do know is that those in the upper echelons of the leadership of the Southern Baptist Convention did indeed cover up, stonewall, uh, resist dealing with sexual abuse survivors, in the convention. And again, I don't want to go into the weeds again, as we did a couple of days ago. But one thing you you need to understand in evaluating this, uh, and this is not to minimize or diminish the pain, the suffering of those who suffered 
sexual abuse at the hands of pastors, youth pastors, and so forth. And I want to make that clear. But in order to understand this, you have to understand the difference between the Southern Baptist Convention and the Catholic Church, the PCUSA, the ELCA, uh, other denominations. In the Southern Baptist Convention, that's why technically it's called a convention, not a denomination, every church is completely autonomous. No one in the Southern Baptist Convention has the authority to fire any pastor in the convention. No one has the authority to transfer a pastor. This was one of the most troubling things of the Catholic scandal. Catholic priests who were discovered to be molesting multiple boys were just transferred to another parish where they did it again. That cannot happen in the Southern Baptist Convention because there is no authority to fire, to hire, to transfer. Every single church is completely, totally autonomous. They make their own decisions. They drop their own constitution. They hire and fire their own pastors. They build their own buildings. They sell their own buildings, etc. The only authority that the leadership of the Southern Baptist Convention has is to notify a church, we're kicking you out of the convention. Now, what does that mean? Well, you're just not recognized. Uh, You can't participate in the retirement program, the annuity program, and other benefits that are offered to pastors, staff members in the Southern Baptist Convention. That's the only thing they can do. We're disaffiliating you. We're kicking you out. You can't call yourself a Southern Baptist church any longer. Now, from what we can gather from this report, that should have been done many times, and it wasn't. In addition, some in the upper leadership had a list, a secret list, of pastors, youth pastors, staff members who had been accused of sexual abuse. That was kept secret. That was never published, churches were never told, etc. So, this headline, I think, is significant. Southern Baptist executives apologize and plan to release the names of the accused. Again, one of the biggest criticisms of this report, and it's, again, almost 300 pages long, is that Leaders in the convention knew the names of pastors, assistant pastors, youth pastors, staff members who had been credibly accused of sexual misconduct, and that list was kept secret. Now, again, could they fire a local pastor? No, they don't have that authority, unlike other denominations. But they have, um, the executive committee has been in intense discussions, as you can only imagine, 
They have issued a formal apology to the survivors. The uh, interim president of the executive committee released this statement on behalf of all Southern Baptists. I want to issue a formal apology and say that we are sorry to the survivors for all that we've done to cause hurt, pain, and frustration. And they're going to make this list public very soon. I think that's a step in the right direction. They're also establishing a hotline for anyone in any Southern Baptist church anywhere in America who feels that they have been abused in any way or they know of a pastor who is abusing, they can call the hotline and the uh, the officials with the Southern Baptist Convention have then have committed that if appropriate, they would report that to local police. And so the local police could do the investigation. Again, they don't have the legal authority to do that as far as the convention is concerned. So it's confusing. It is tragic. It is um, a blot on the testimony of the Southern Baptist Convention. And what we can hope and pray is that the current leadership will find the truth, expose the truth, respond to the truth, and do what is right biblically. It's all we can ask them to do. Um, Will the liberal left use this? Oh, my goodness, yes. They already have, and they will continue. Will this uh, hurt the credibility of the Southern Baptist Convention? Without a doubt. But now we pray that they respond openly in a transparent way, in a godly way, that they respond. All right, my number is 877-BOB-LIVE. Maybe you want to, maybe you want to comment on that. 877-262-5483. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 